Welcome to Quantum Magazine's podcast. Each episode, we bring you stories about developments in science and mathematics. I'm Susan Vallage. Quantum algorithms can find their way out of mazes exponentially faster than classical ones, at the cost of forgetting the paths they took. A new result suggests that the trade-off may be inevitable. That's next. Quanta Magazine is an editorially independent online publication supported by the Simons Foundation to enhance public understanding of science. Imagine you visit a maze with some friends. You make it through to the end pretty quickly, then wait around for hours before your friends emerge. Naturally, they ask you about the path you took. Surely you can retrace your steps and show them the way, right? Not so in a world governed by the strange laws of quantum physics. 20 years ago, quantum computing researchers developed an algorithm that harnessed those laws to traverse a specific kind of mathematical maze much faster than any algorithm running on an ordinary classical computer. But the speed-up comes at a cost. The fast quantum algorithm finds the exit, but has no idea how it got there. Researchers have long wondered whether this trade-off is inevitable. Is it really impossible to find the exit quickly without forgetting the way? Matthew Kudron is a computer scientist at the National Institute of Standards and Technology in Gaithersburg, Maryland. It's kind of mind-blowing that you could even need to ask this question. Like, why is there even a question about whether you could find a path? Last November, Kudron and two colleagues took a big step toward resolving that long-standing problem. They proved that no algorithm in a broad and natural class of fast quantum algorithms can find a path through that special maze, called a welded tree graph. The results show that any hypothetical pathfinding algorithm that doesn't blindly guess would have to temporarily lose track of the entrance to have any chance of succeeding. It seems that forgetting is inevitable. Simon Appers is a quantum computing researcher with the National Center for Scientific Research at the Institute for Research and Foundations of Computer Science in Paris. He says the result is useful in illustrating what quantum algorithms can and can't do. Quantum computers owe their power in part to a phenomenon known as superposition. It effectively allows them to simultaneously explore many options that a classical computer would need to consider individually. But it's not as simple as performing multiple calculations at once to save time. Checking the result of a superposition of choices never reveals a superposition of outcomes. Rather, you only ever obtain one of the possible outcomes, each of which has a different probability. Quantum algorithms rely on the fact that contributions to these probabilities can interfere with each other like waves on the surface of a pond. This boosts the probability of getting the right answer while reducing the probability of every other outcome. Because the interference has to work out just right, not every computational task is amenable to a quantum speedup. Indeed, researchers are still working out where quantum algorithms can help, decades after quantum computing was first proposed. But they've had some notable successes. In 1994, Peter Shore developed a quantum algorithm for factoring large numbers, a task whose apparent difficulty for classical computers underlies much of modern cryptography. 
Shor's algorithm could rapidly factor numbers so large that all known classical algorithms would be practically useless. In 1996, computer scientist Lav Grover found a second potentially practical example, a quantum algorithm for a very generic search problem, one akin to finding a single item hidden inside one of many identical boxes. Apper says classically, you could just randomly try one and see if it's good, then do that over and over until you find a good element. This approach takes time proportional to the number of boxes, Multiply that number by 100, and the search will be 100 times slower. With a quantum algorithm, you can do better. Grover proved that if you set up a superposition of all the boxes, you can exploit interference to practically guarantee that the algorithm will select the right box at the end. The whole process takes time proportional to the square root of the number of boxes. Increasing that number by a factor of 100 only increases the runtime by a factor of 10. Grover's algorithm was a remarkably simple illustration of the value of quantum superposition, but the speedup it achieved was relatively modest. Tasks that were far beyond the reach of the best classical algorithms would also stump Grover's algorithm. Shor's factoring algorithm had offered a glimpse of a dramatic gulf between the capabilities of quantum and classical computers. Was there a variant of Grover's search problem that was like factoring? Practically intractable for classical computers, yet easy for quantum computers? In the late 1990s, researchers began exploring this question by reformulating it as a question about graphs. Networks of points, or nodes, connected by lines called edges. Any search problem can be framed in the language of graph theory, with one node representing the starting point, another node representing the destination, and edges representing the possible choices at each step along the way. For example, Grover's problem corresponds to searching a graph in which every node is connected to every other node, because you can open boxes in any order. Different classical algorithms for a given search problem amount to different strategies for exploring the corresponding graph, one node at a time, while quantum algorithms can move along multiple edges in superposition. In 2002, a team of computer scientists finally identified a classically intractable search problem that a quantum algorithm could solve easily. They started with a simple graph called a tree. Each node sprouts two edges, leading to two more nodes, which each split into two more branches, and so on. Starting from a single root node, a tree graph branches many times before ending in a final layer of nodes called leaves. The team imagined taking two identical trees and welding them together by positioning them with the leaves facing each other, and then using a random process to connect each leaf on one tree to two leaves on the other. They then posed the following question. Starting at one root of the welded tree graph, can you find your way to the other? Without a bird's eye view of the graph, any classical algorithm that attempts to solve this search problem will get hopelessly lost after reaching the middle layers of the graph. All the edges look identical, and there's no way to distinguish those that point forward from those leading backward. 
an algorithm might stumble upon the exit node accidentally, but the average time it spends wandering around grows exponentially with the number of layers in the tree. The authors of the 2002 paper proved that a simple quantum algorithm can find its way to the exit much faster. This quantum walk spreads through the graph evenly by taking many paths in superposition. The symmetric layout of the welded tree graph leads to interference between paths, which concentrates flow in the forward direction. Alexander Belov is a computer scientist at the University of Latvia. He says the exit node is like a focus point of the algorithm. It just has to go there. There's a good chance that this quantum walk algorithm converges on the exit in time that's merely proportional to the number of layers. That makes it exponentially faster than any classical algorithm, a speedup comparable to that of Shor's factoring algorithm. But the interference that causes the quantum speedup also wipes out all records of the paths taken to the exit. Researchers wondered if there was some way to get the best of both worlds, a fast algorithm that identifies a path from entrance to exit. Andrew Childs is a computer scientist at the University of Maryland College Park. He co-authored the 2002 paper as a graduate student and worked with Kudron on the new result. If it's just the basic quantum walk that somehow finds the exit, like, yeah, that's not going to work, but maybe you can you know, soup it up in some way. Among the first to approach the problem was Ansis Rosmanis, a computer scientist now at the Nagoya University Graduate School of Mathematics in Japan. In a 2010 paper, Rosmanis developed a class of algorithms that he dubbed quantum snakewalks, which supplement the standard quantum walk algorithm with a memory of where they've been. As the standard quantum walk algorithm flows through the graph, its next step depends solely on where it is currently. How it got there doesn't matter. By contrast, in Rosmontes' snake walks, you need to know the past to predict the future. Specifically, the evolution of the snake walk is determined by snakes, strings of adjacent nodes that the walk has previously passed through. There are many varieties of snake walks, sometimes differing in how the length of those snakes changes over the course of the walk. Rosmontes showed that the quantum snake walks, using superpositions of multiple snakes, could still exhibit helpful interference, despite remembering their trajectories, and that some snake walks could in principle find a path to the exit. But he couldn't find a specific snake walk algorithm that did so quickly, and he also couldn't prove that such an algorithm didn't exist. It seemed that snake walks were promising, but too slippery to pin down. Rosmontes's work was the last word on the pathfinding problem for nearly a decade. Then in 2019, Kudron encountered the welded tree graph in a different context. He and a colleague proved that all quantum walk algorithms that find the exit lack a property universal among algorithms that were known to yield exponential quantum speedups for other problems. The result wasn't directly related to pathfinding, but Kudron began to suspect that the mathematical techniques that allowed him to prove this sweeping statement about the properties of all welded tree graph algorithms might also help resolve the question of whether snake walks or other algorithms could find a path. After moving to Maryland later that year, he struck up a collaboration with Childs, hoping to settle that question decisively. Childs, Kudron, and their graduate student Amin Shiraz Gilani 
began by making two assumptions to constrain the scope of the problem. First, they decided to ignore outlandish algorithms that would try to teleport to random points in the graph in hopes of stumbling upon the exit. This strategy is like trying to beat a video game by rooting around for a glitch to exploit. It's maybe technically possible, but against the spirit of the problem. It's also hard to imagine that such behavior could be helpful, since the odds of landing in the right spot become minuscule on large graphs. Ignoring algorithms that hop around randomly made it easier to analyze the algorithms that remained, which the authors dubbed genuine algorithms. These included Rosmanthus's snakewalk algorithms, and perhaps others that nobody had yet discovered. The author's second, more substantive assumption was that a fast pathfinding algorithm would remain rooted. That is, it would build up a path to the exit node without ever losing track of the entrance. Many snake walks are rooted, but it's possible in principle that an unrooted snake walk could find a path to the exit. It would have to detach from the entrance node and then find both entrance and exit later on. The three researchers proved that for every genuine rooted quantum algorithm, they could cook up a classical algorithm that would mimic its observable behavior. Since they could also prove that no classical algorithm could find the exit quickly, that was enough to rule out this broad class of possible quantum pathfinding algorithms. Genuine rooted algorithms simply can't muster enough interference to find a path through the maze. The new result isn't necessarily the end of the story. There may still be an ingenious pathfinding algorithm outside the class the researchers considered, just waiting to be discovered. While algorithms that aren't genuine seem exceedingly unlikely to work, an unrooted algorithm could perhaps build up a path from entrance to exit by starting from somewhere in the middle. Here's Childs. Maybe you could set it up in such a way that the snake goes in and becomes unrooted, but then somehow decides to stretch out. I think that is still not ruled out. Researchers have yet to find practical applications for the exponential quantum speedup that Childs and his colleagues discovered 20 years ago. That's in part because it depends on the special symmetry of the welded tree graph, which is unlikely to exist in any real-world network. But often, there's as much value in understanding what quantum algorithms can't do. Shor's discovery of a fast quantum algorithm for factoring large numbers, which threatens to undermine state-of-the-art cryptography, underscored the need for problems that are known to be hard for quantum algorithms as well. One kind of cryptography not vulnerable to Shor's algorithm relies on the assumption that it's hard to find paths between points on specific graphs. Evidence that pathfinding through welded trees is truly hard for quantum algorithms may motivate researchers to develop new cryptographic protocols based on the welded tree graph, though they haven't had any luck so far. Here's Childs again. So maybe that means that somehow the kind of structure that's in this problem is just not suitable for encoding problems that we care about and there never will be applications, you know? Or maybe it's just, you have to see it in the right way. Arlene Santana helped with this episode. I'm Susan Vallett. For more on this story, read Ben Brubaker's full article, To Move Fast, Quantum Maze Solvers Must Forget the Past, on our website, quantummagazine.org. Make sure to tell your friends about the Quantum Magazine Science Podcast and give us a positive review or follow where you listen. 
It helps people find this podcast. Thank you.